0: Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, this is David Finkel. I'm joined here today with my co-host, Jeff Hoffman, co-founder of Priceline.com. And you're listening to Scale Your Business Radio here. And each week, we're sharing ideas and strategy to grow your business and get your life back. Jeff, we're talking here now in this segment about this idea of, of engaging your management team, not in managing, but in actually leading in the business. And you want to make a distinction between just managing and leading. I'd love to hear your take on that. I think it's so important to know the difference between the
1: two. Sure it is. And I think it's the uh, uh, the difference between the words strategic and tactical. Managing a business is tactical. It's the day-to-day tasks that it takes to service your customers and run your company every day. And we all know that management does that, right? Management is is managing teams and processes and tasks. Keep the business running, products getting developed, products getting shipped, customers getting serviced. But that's not leading, per se. Leading is more strategic. Uh, leading has to do with actually spending thought leadership time thinking about a bunch of things, thinking about the future of the company, the direction of the company, thinking about the needs of the employees, thinking about the change of the customer, as time goes on, how are what are the trends? How are customers changing? How are their needs changing? So I think being a leader requires allocating some time to think at a higher level, strategic, directional approach instead of just spending your days running the company and doing the tasks.
0: Absolutely. And you think about this idea, I think a lot of us have uh, leadership teams that we work with. And without meaning to, I think sometimes we're a little bit too autocratic as a business owner. We've spent all this energy bringing on a great and talented team member. And then we undercut the value they could contribute by telling them this is our plan and this is what we'll do and this is how you're held accountable. And I think one of the things that was a big breakthrough moment that I've seen in my business career, and I've seen it with other clients that we've worked with over the years, is when we can make that shift to asking versus telling. Asking questions. They come to us with a challenge. Well, that's a great challenge. What do you think is the cause of What are you going to do to solve that? What are your thoughts with that? And is there anything I can do to support you in that decision?
1: Plus, you get much better buy-in to a plan or a decision when the team feels like they were part of it. When you as a business owner come down and say, here's what we're doing, uh, and are just telling people without asking, as you just said, it it puts people in a position. I'm not saying they won't execute it. But they'll execute with more passion and more fire if they feel like you came in and said, here's, you know, let's talk about this. What does everybody think? Even though you already have some ideas of what you think and what you might want to do, engaging them in the process makes them feel like they own the outcome uh, and they're more motivated uh, when they, you know, when they start implementing the plan if they feel ownership in it.
0: For sure. And and even letting them come up with a plan themselves and, and rather than saying, hey, here's the goal and here's how we're going to get there, saying, okay, you know what, Cheryl, you manage the operations area here. You know what, you know, here's what the criteria of success is this quarter. We've got our top focus area that you're going to own, and, and here's what we've agreed on is what it needs to happen by the end of the quarter. I'd love to see what your plan looks like to have you and your team get us to that point by the end of the quarter and tell us, how are you going to be accountable, not to me individually as the owner, but how do you have Cheryl be accountable to her peers as the management team. And when you can make that shift where Cheryl not only can be coming up with her own plan, but she's going to decide on her own accountability process, not to the owner, but to the leadership team as a whole, wow, that's an important shift.
1: Yes, it enables her to develop, in your example, to develop the confidence. Uh, One, she feels like you trust her, you give her a chance. And here's an amazing thing. Then when it goes right, Because as we talked about earlier in hiring, if you're doing your hiring job well, uh, Cheryl's a smart and talented employee, you give her a chance to create a plan and implement it. It goes well, and she's even better off the next time around. She's developed some confidence. She's developed some track record, some instinct for it. So you're you're creating a better employee uh, and, you know, raising her level uh, by allowing her the chance to do that. And, by the way, that also means she might get something wrong. But what you've got to have the discipline to do is not say, see, I knew I should have just done this myself. There's that old adage uh, where people say, if you want something done right, do it yourself. That is the anti-scale. That is a sentence we should never hear in companies because you will never scale if you don't get out of your own way. So Cheryl might make a mistake, but you've got to give her a chance to do that. Then sit down with her, help her learn from it, and help her grow uh, but she's got to be able to take on work in advance or, or you'll never be able to scale.
0: I love that statement. If you want something done right, you do it yourself. That's the anti-scale. It's like, it's like taking poison and then wondering why is my business not just not growing, but why is it getting stuck here and even diminishing with it. I think that's great. One of the other things I think has been so helpful when I've watched businesses do this well is when the owner of the business is willing to show vulnerability in the sense of, hey, I'm stuck here. I see we've got a challenge here. I know we can collectively as a team solve it, but I don't have the right answer here. What do you think we should do? As, as opposed to just being always the one that has to say, hey,
1: I uh, think that's an excellent point to be able to say. Uh, for me, in my business life, I had a uh – When my, one of my first startup small businesses, I was very young and my employees were older and more experienced than me. Um, The important point being more experienced, but I just remember one of the first times somebody came, knocked on my door and said, Hey boss, what do you want us to do here? And I said, laughed, and I said, Wait a minute, you think I know? And they looked at me, and I said, the whole reason I hired you guys is because those are the areas you're smarter than me in. I don't, in fact, know what to do here, and that's why I need you. And I just watched that sort of transition. Like you said, one, it's, you know, the fact that you're vulnerable, and you say, hey, I don't know everything. Uh, it changed. I think they respect you more. But second, when I said, that's why I need you guys, because I don't know how to do all these things, it made them feel far more important on a day-to-day basis in their job. When I said, I don't know, and I need you to do
0: that. Yeah, and even asking your team for their opinion. I mean, turning around and saying to, to Sylvia, Hey, Sylvia, w- w- what's your thought about this? How do you feel about this idea? And taking in their input and acting on it and sharing with them back, saying, You know what? That idea really worked well. Congrats for you about that. Thank you for coming up with that. I think sometimes we're so quick, again, to hold on to our own ideas, that we don't ask for this better thoughts from our team.
1: Correct. And by the way, it's equally important to do that somewhat publicly, right? There should be times where you say in front of everybody, hey, you know, looking for an idea, or, or, or at least if no one but but, I mean, it's important that Cheryl hears it from you, but saying it, having that discussion in front of Cheryl's peers is really important to her. So I would go out, instead of calling somebody, here's the example, instead of calling somebody into my office, hey, Cheryl, come in my office, close the door, and say, that was a great idea, I'm really glad you proposed it, I would walk out, and standing in public where everybody was, and I'd say, hey, everybody, listen up just for a second, and everybody would stand up, whatever they were doing, for one second, and I'd say, I just want you to know, Cheryl proposed this idea, it was a really good idea. The company benefited from it, and we're really, really thankful that she suggested that. And Doing that in front of everybody else lets everyone else know they should suggest ideas, and it, it is very meaningful to Cheryl in a non-cash compensation kind of way.
0: I love it, and everyone else listening is thinking to themselves, how can I have an idea like that? I want to get some of that acknowledgement, and boy, I like being part of a team that actually takes a moment to cheer each other on.
1: Yes, very much. I, I think, well, it, you know, it fires a little competitive spirit in one way because someone wants to have the next idea, but that's in a healthy way. Uh, but I, I think, like you said, everybody's you know walks by. I would observe that. After I would leave, everybody would walk by Cheryl's desk and say, wow, congratulations, that's really cool. And you want that.
0: Yeah. And now that you've got your team, that they're contributing ideas, I think one of the areas that you as a business owner should really enlist your team is on – identifying, labeling, writing down what is the company feel and culture and how can you transmit that? So it's not just you, the owner, being the the champion, but it's the key leaders in the business are now individually championing the values and the culture and the vision and mission of the company.
1: Yeah, and you just have to make that really visible. You know, as silly as it may and old school as it may sound, but having vision statements or value statements on the wall is a good thing. Having something posted that said, "This is what we, this is what we stand for. These are our values," is really really important. In reiterating them, when somebody does something that clearly, you know, expounds upon and delivers on those values, it's worth pointing that out to everybody. So, we made sure that our values were something you could always see. They were visible. They were out there, and we talked about them.
0: I like that idea a lot, and I love the idea of also. Transmitting stories throughout the company that you said, hey, Cheryl came up with this great idea and here's how it ties back to the company mission, where you're just consistently telling these stories within the company. I mean, it's amazing how cultural values outside of business and inside of business get transmitted through these stories that are shared amongst the company team.
1: Yes, they kind of become folklore, but they're folklore that's indicative. They're folklore that explains uh, like you said, those stories reiterate what the company's values are. So it's great to have those.
0: Now, coming up in the next segment, we're talking about how it is that that you can find someone to help coach and mentor you and why every business owner needs that third party to look from the outside that can see the business fresh and accurate and, and, and can give that business owner that direct feedback that sometimes they can't have for an employee. You know, there's an imbalance because they're the one that's the boss of the employee, so it's a little bit risky for them and why and how that outside person can help. So I want to encourage, again, all of you listening here to get to com. Register there for all those wonderful tools to help you scale and grow your company. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio here on WS Radio, the worldwide leader and in Internet talk. We'll be right back in the next segment. Stay tuned, everyone.